welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Tings Nice Podcast. I'm excited about this episode because I get to talk about the land of my life. You know how people say the love of my life? Well, the land of my life, the Turks and Caicos Islands. So I finally touched down for the holidays after a two-year hiatus, thanks to Rona and all her viruses. Um, But prior to December of 2021, I hadn't been home since November of 2019 when Uber Soccer Cruise held their juve in Grand Turk, which is our nation's capital. Now, y'all know that traveling pre-panorama or pandemic was already annoying AF. And things have certainly gotten doubly frustrating with the family of variants being produced by COVID-19. Now, there had and have been a number of people sliding in my DMs asking me for details about Turks and Caicos and the requirements that are in place for Rona. And now that I have firsthand experience after my holiday travels home, I can successfully report back and give y'all the 411. I'm going to put this disclaimer out there, though, that all of the upcoming information holds true as of December 29th, 2021. This means that if you intend to go, please check the website prior to travel to see what has changed as there are constant modifications. I know that meetings are afoot to talk about this stuff now, to talk about making more changes as the Omicron variant makes more and more waves throughout the world. I will say that my homegirl Juju and her sister Obi also visited around the same time, Um, but they stayed in Provo, which is the tourist hotspot for Turks and Caicos, or Providenciales is the official name. I, however, took an extra flight and headed to Grand Turk, which is where my family, uh, for the most part, like, reside like that's where we're that's where we were from before everybody kind of moved off and went to Provo right um so I sent some survey questions to Juju and Obi after their trip so you are going to be hearing some of their quotes throughout the episode via my voice just so you can have uh some additional perspectives all right so let's get into it the requirements if you are vaccinated you need not worry about visiting the Turks and Caicos because it's team vax only. The country is approximately 80% vaccinated with very low uh, COVID-19 cases compared to other destinations. And please, I beg, adhere to my country's requirements. Please, again, we do not have the manpower nor the facilities to handle a serious Rona outbreak on these little islands. So do not be that person with a fake vaccination card. Anyway, so there's no shocker here, but uh, providing a negative COVID-19 test result is uh, mandatory. Like many places, aside from the United States, um, this test must be taken within three days of travel to the islands. Um, They are accepting PCRs. uh, They are accepting rapid molecular tests as well. Uh, Antigen tests, not so much. But anyway, so the unique item that the Turks and Caicos government is requiring is proof of travel insurance 
or proof from your personal insurance plan that you should, that should you contract COVID-19 while in the beautiful islands of the Turks and Caicos, your insurance will cover all of your medical expenses, lodging, medivac services, and anything else that comes with such emergencies. Um, and please note that uploading an image of your insurance card is not acceptable. They want to see the summary of your benefits plan. Um, so what I did was I had purchased travel insurance anyway, um, because you, I didn't know what was going to happen, whether or not I needed to cancel, you know, I, I just didn't know. I, I in, in these days and times, and actually even before the pandemic, I always purchased travel insurance depending on, uh, the destination, how much I had invested in it, you know, things like that. So all of these items, need to be uploaded to the TCI Assured program, which can be found online at turksandcakestourism.com. And as soon as you get to the page, there's going to be a couple pop-up boxes that you have to read and approve. And the last box will provide you with two options to either begin your application process or review the FAQ page. You can start your application process three days before you travel. And you are guaranteed a response at least 24 hours before your travel day. I received mine in a couple of hours and Juju received hers within 24 hours. Um, Normally, I would um, encourage people to use a laptop or a PC to complete these types of forms. However, through my own frustrating experience, I found that filling out and uploading the information from my phone happened to be the most convenient Um, at the time of my initial attempts, there was a glitch in their system that would not allow me to upload my documents, even though they were in the acceptable formats listed on the site. I tried JPG, I tried PNG, I tried PDF, and none of them were, were working. So, uh, a tip that I have for you is that if you try to upload a document, to the portal and it tells you that the file size is too big and you're doing it from your phone, just take a screenshot of that item and then try again and it should do the trick. That's what worked for me. Uh, So one of the tips that Juju uh, had for folks was, and quote, make sure you have your paperwork together for the TCI authorization. They won't even let you get a boarding pass if you don't have the required item. So make sure you have your things together, end quote. Thanks, Juju. Now let's talk about arrival, arriving to TCI. Again, actually, I don't know if I said this already, but I highly recommend printing out all of the required documents because the government officers are going to ask for them upon arrival. Um, I went in a different line because I have um, TCI status and, but I did see like a lot of people had their papers and they were asking for those and they were handing them over. Um, I didn't have to go through that, but I did witness it. So um, also the reason why I say print them out is because you don't, number one, you don't know what your cell phone situation will be. So I encourage you not to rely on technology. You might hit there and realize that, you know, you didn't save it and you're trying to go online and, and get Uh, these documents and the, you know, you're not connected to the network or there's no Wi-Fi or whatever. But additionally, cell phones aren't even allowed in the 
arrival area. So I don't want you to be shocked or annoyed if someone tells you to put your phone away. Okay. Um, I will say that um, you should expect to wait in line after you get off the plane, depending on how many flights land around the same time. It could be a while before you reach uh, the counter and get to see an immigration officer. Um, and, uh, but I guarantee <laughs> that it won't be as bad as arriving to Trinidad for carnival on a Thursday evening though. Okay. Those who know, no, <laughs> that's not fun. So it's not, it's not as bad as that. I promise. Um, and then I wanted to talk about, you know, the departure process, right? So in light of the times, you will need to set yourself up for COVID testing to get back to the U.S. and many other destinations. And I know that's one thing that when I'm traveling abroad, I'm like, oh, crap, where the hell am I going to get a COVID test done, right? But these days, I think people are and, and governments are pretty good at making sure that testing will be available uh, for travelers so that they can get back home. So I'm going to post a few helpful links of where to go for testing in uh, the show notes, as long as other information that you can get there as well. Uh, So for my testing, I went to Family Care TCI in Grand Turk. They also have a couple locations in Provo and um, Juju and her sister actually went to uh, one of those locations at uh, Regency Village in Provo to get um, their testing done. So it cost... Uh, $35 for a uh, rapid antigen test, 35 US for a rapid antigen test, which you would get back um, in about 15 minutes. And that is currently acceptable to get back into the US. If you're looking for a PCR, they do those as well. However, it will run you about 150 US. Okay. Um, in addition since we're talking about departures, like the one thing that irks me is that some of the check-in counters in Provo, well, which is the, the, our main international airport, is the international airport for us. It used to be Grand Turf for some reason. It's not anymore. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, the check-in counters don't open early, right? At least for JetBlue. Historically, the, the last uh, few times that I've gone there and flown via JetBlue, like they... They open like a couple hours before the first departure, right? Like if you wanted to, if you had time, your flight wasn't until four and you're like, you know what? I want to drop my bags off at the airport at 9 a.m. so that I can go to the beach or I could do whatever. That's not going to happen because they're they're not there. There's, there's no one there usually. I don't know. That's just JetBlue. I can't speak for the other airlines. But anyway, so, but these days airlines are telling us to check in three hours before which meant that if my flight was at 3.30, um, a 12.30 p.m. check-in would have been appropriate for me. However, they decided to open the ticket counter around 1.15, 1.30. Yeah, like I was prepped for that, but visitors may not be ready. So I'm just kind of telling you. So thankfully, I was able to grab my last portion of crack conk from the airport diner while I waited for them to open up and I had a view so that I could see when the counter actually opened up. But anyway, the counter opened, the process went smoothly and 
it should go smoothly for you so long as you have your negative test results and any requirement documents um, that are required by your airline. I will say that depending on which day your flight is, um, the airport lines for security and for check-in or whatever, like they can be overwhelming. Um, if possible, I recommend leaving midweek because just weekend flights, the, the airport it look crazy, but, um, <laughs> so I, you know, just, just my two cents. Right. And I, I wanted to close out and there will be additional, uh, information coming, but I wanted to just talk about Grand Turk for a minute and, I, one of the things that Juju and her sister shared was that, you know, they they found it, you know, they love the beach. Like those are, that was a thing that really, um, that was like their favorite thing about being there was the beach, the, the crystal clear blue water. However, you know, it was tough for them to find, you know, a space on the beach, right? Because it was so packed. Um, granted, I do think that, yes, that has to do with, um, the time of travel. I think, you know, December is, is a popular month for people to get away. Kids are out of school, people are on vacation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but even, even on, in other occasions, that still may be the case where you'll, you'll find people, a lot of people just out on the beach. But I will say that if you are, this is my shameless plug for Grand Turk, but if you're truly just looking to get away, to be at peace and be away from other humans, I do encourage you to invest in the 20 minute flight to Grand Turk. That will be about uh, $60 one way. Um, the plane, the planes can't be small. You know, you can get a small one and, and they call it the big plane, the, the 24 seater or the 20 something seater is the big plane, right? So the smaller plane, you know, there might be eight people on there or six or something like that. But anyway, I, I encourage you to check it out. Our our little island, it, it, it's not much, but <laughs> the serenity and the solitude is there with no concerns about crowded beaches because I guarantee you'll likely be the only one or ones there depending on who you're with. Um, I will say that there aren't nearly as many places to dine, but if you ask me beforehand, or if you get there and you inquire with a few locals, they are going to point you in the right directions. Um, many of the restaurants in Grand Turk are in the cut. They're hole in a wall type places that you, you probably wouldn't even recognize, right? It's one of those places where we'll say stuff like, come and sell chicken today, or like the cruise ship in today. And, and the key with that is if there's a cruise ship in and you're set because most of the businesses are going to be up and running to make those coins. Okay. Um, even if you're not sure if there's a cruise ship in, depending on your location, all you may have to do is look down the road to see if you see the tail of the ship in the distance. The island is that small, okay? And it has a real, like, local vibe. It, the, the pace is super-duper slow. And there's no worries about speeding cars forcing you off the road. 
you will, however, have to be cautious of our precious donkeys, potcakes, and goats, though. But all in all, it's it's super easy to get around Grand Turk. So again, if you have the time, if you have the additional funds to do so, and you really want that that solitude and that me time and not having to see a whole bunch of other tourists every single time you turn around, it's your place to go. There, there are also other islands. I can't speak to them because I've never... Uh, been on them for more some of them I haven't been to at all but others like I haven't been to for an overnight stay or anything like that so I can't share there but Turks and Caicos is a group of islands it's not just one or two places like there are multiple inhabited islands um, that you can visit so anyway um, I want to touch base on a couple of things that Juju and her sister said. So just a couple of um, tidbits about Juju and Obi's travels, right? So they booked their trip around October. I think her sister actually booked less than two weeks before she left. Uh, Juju flew JetBlue. Her sister flew on American for one leg and JetBlue on the other Um, Juju stayed for seven days. Her sister stayed for five and they stayed in, um, an Airbnb. Um, they did have like a hotel in mind, but because of the late booking, uh, they ended up going with an Airbnb. They actually had to stay in two Airbnbs because of, uh, the lack of availability for the spaces. Now, to my surprise, Juju rented a whole vehicle, which I I was just like, oh, word, this is, this is what we're doing. Um, and I asked her how her experience was and she was just like, you know, she booked through sixth, um, based off of someone else's, uh, recommendations. And she also heard that the taxis, uh, were, uh, very pricey, which they probably are. I honestly have no idea because I either take a family member's car and go about my business or, you know, I'm in, I'm in Grand Turk. Um, but you know, she said that they were, excuse me, very nice, very, um, very accommodating. And as far as driving, she didn't, she didn't have an issue driving. She stayed in the slow lane. And I will say that, you know, the Provo dive, the the Provo drivers tend to be, you know, a little aggressive at times. And, um, they're, there there can be a number of accidents on the quote unquote highway. Um, but she, you know, she said she, she stayed in the slow lane and she let the speed demons go around her. Um, and she actually said that the, the roundabout she found to be more intuitive, uh, than in other countries. And she does appreciate that there are no traffic lights. Um, and she said that she didn't run into any traffic, which was awesome. Um, because that I've seen some things in my family chat and I'm like, Ooh, highway looking ugly today. Um, I am not going to run down the list of restaurants that her sister and, uh, that she and her sister uh, went to because it's, it's a bit lengthy. Um, but I do co-sign some of them and they will be in, the show notes, as far as tips, I asked them, you know, what tips do you have for the visitors? And they said, walk with your wallet because it's expensive. Um, and yeah, that was kind of it. <laughs> like that was the main thing. It's expensive. And I do co-sign that as well. But their favorite things were the beaches, hands down, and the people. 
shout out to Juju and Obi for their participation in this episode. I appreciate their feedback and I'm so glad that they had a wonderful time. If you have any questions about this, if you have any questions about visiting Turks and Caicos or wanting to know more about, you know, the islands or whatever, um, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Hop in my DMs on Instagram is where I am at most. Uh, feel free to email me at info at com, and I'll be happy to happy to share what I know. Um, but again, read the show notes for this. If you like this episode, be sure to rate it. You can now rate it on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Spotify is new. Apple has been doing this. So if you want to go ahead and give your girl a couple good stars, that'd be awesome. I hope you found this helpful. Again, I'm here if you need me. Holler!